Well, it's that time of the year again. Your annual performance review is probably right around the corner. And it is going to be time for you to think about how you're going to ask for a raise or promotion because I know you're going to, right? <laughs> so do you feel prepared? Do you feel ready? This is Invincible Career, and I'm Larry Cornett. Inflation is on the rise in the U.S., the current inflation rate for the 12 months ending in September, so last month, is around 5.39%. In 2021, this year, the inflation rate worldwide is already 3.5% higher than last year. And I'm sure you're feeling it. Compared to a year ago, gasoline prices are up over 42%. The prices for used cars and trucks are up over 24%. Food prices are up almost 5%. Rent has soared this year. And, you know, the cost of utilities, electricity, gas, things like that, it's up almost 9%. And the pandemic and the global shipping crisis, which we've all been facing, aren't helping matters much either. The supply chain is completely stressed. There are cargo ships backed up in harbors. It's causing shortages and delays in almost every consumer good you can imagine. We're seeing it for electronics, vehicles, clothing, exercise equipment. And this has then created a ripple effect. So now the cost of used goods is going up too. As a result here in the U.S., the Social Security Administration has said that in 2022, they're going to boost the cost of living adjustment to the highest level in 39 years because inflation is soaring. And yeah, that's going to certainly help retired folks. That's great. Unfortunately, the income in millions of working households, people who are still going to jobs every day, that's not being adjusted. <laughs> you know, That's not keeping pace with inflation. So why am I talking about all of this. Well, to put it simply, if your income isn't increasing to keep pace with inflation and this growing cost of living, you are falling behind. That's because today's dollar is worth less than it was a year ago. If you're not receiving a sizable raise, that exceeds inflation, well exceeds inflation, you're actually making less money every year because the dollar isn't as valuable. I mean, that's as if your annual salary, your base compensation, is being reduced by thousands of dollars. Who would accept that? And due to the rising cost of pretty much almost everything <laughs> you need to survive. It is getting harder to make ends meet. So that's why I want to talk about asking for a promotion or raise this year. And this is in a newsletter that I published. If you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, this is issue 323, how to ask for a raise or promotion. I mean, yeah, you should always have a household budget. You should always be striving to reduce your expenses. 
you know that I'm an advocate for living more simply, curbing extravagant spending. I mean, that's one reason I left the Bay Area of California to downsize, to keep my expenses under control. However, that doesn't mean you shouldn't maximize your earning potential at the same time. If you want to get ahead, if you want to live a better life, you must ask your employer for the compensation you deserve. Now, some people are comfortable asking for a raise or requesting a promotion pretty much every year. (laughs) And I'm going to, as an aside, you shouldn't expect a promotion every single year. Your manager can't promote everybody on the, the team every year. There have been times that's happened in my career. And if you are exceeding expectations, you should expect it too. But otherwise, you know, it's not something you should expect every year. And I had a few employees like that. They really did expect it. And they asked every year. But most folks didn't. They don't like to push. They don't like to pitch themselves. Instead, they hoped their hard work would speak for itself. And the manager would do the right thing. But I'm here to tell you that waiting and hoping is a very risky strategy. Not every employer looks out for their employees. Matter of fact, very few do. Not every boss is going to fight for you and try to get you promoted or try to get you a big raise. That's because many employers try to keep their expenses under control. And for most businesses, salaries are the most significant expense. If an employer has many, many employees, you know, for example, Walmart has over 2.3 million employees worldwide. So reducing raises by a few percentage points across the board can translate to millions and millions in savings. So that's why they do it. I want you to get comfortable with having a conversation with your manager about your performance every year. And you have to do this before the employee review process begins. For many companies, that is going to happen late this quarter, Q4, or early Q1. That's been the case in every company where I worked. We would start the process in Q4. Managers would really start to figure out who's going to get the big raises, who's going to get promoted, because it's a small percentage of the team. And by Q1, everything was written up and kind of done. So if you wait until that decision's been made, it's too late. You can't ask for a promotion when they've already decided who's going to get promoted. So I also want you to feel good about asking for a promotion and the raise that should come with it. It's so bad to get a promotion with no raise. But ask for this when you know you are performing at the next level and you deserve it. I want you to feel confident asking for the raise you should receive every year to keep pace with inflation and those cost of living increases I was talking about. Now, you have to be professional. You've got to be prepared. But you shouldn't feel shy about it. I don't want you to feel nervous doing this. And above all, you shouldn't feel greedy. It isn't greedy to ask for what you deserve. When you're providing value to your employer, 
you deserve commensurate compensation in return. And if your employer doesn't get that, (laughs) it's time to find a new job with an employer who will pay you fairly. So you got to be prepared. I mean, your annual performance review is probably right around the corner. Now, not every company has it at this time, but many do. And I also know that most people put off writing their personal performance review. That's like a self-review until the last minute. Then they scramble to gather information. You know, they're asking people for input. They're trying to remember everything they did for the entire year at the last minute. Don't be that person. Start capturing the information and getting the notes together for your review now. That should give you plenty of time to prepare if you just spend a few minutes doing this every day. So a few things you can do. Go back through your calendar. Look at your meetings for the year. This will jog your memory. It'll help you remember the task that you did, the projects you worked on, accomplishments you may have forgotten, people you should talk to. And then scan your email inbox or your Slack messages or Teams or whatever it is you use. You can scroll through very quickly. This is a very quick task. You're not going to read through everything (laughs) or search for key phrases, right? Most of the messages would be like, yeah, 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 I, I get it. That looks familiar or it's useless. However, a few things will jump out and it's going to remind you of projects that you worked on, big achievements. Somebody congratulated you. Somebody thanked you. The work that you did during the year. And as you start writing your review, you're going to see gaps and it's going to help you create a to-do list that says, well, there's more information I have to get. There's more people I have to talk to. And that's normal. But it's better to start now versus waiting until it's too late. So as I said, this performance review cycle, this is your opportunity to ask for a raise or promotion. So start gathering as much quantitative data as you can to support your case. Uh, I tell people, some people are good at this, <laughs> some people not so much. You know, if you can find out that a project that you worked on, some great work that you did, increased sales by 23% in a quarter, that's a big win. So you have to know your internal value What is your value to the company? How have you helped the company succeed? Have some quantitative examples. You also should know your market value. What would your compensation be if you took a new job somewhere else? For example, I think I've shared this before. I once received a 50% quote raise, (laughs) a huge bump in my compensation when I left to join a new company versus the 5% that my boss had just given me. You know, they said, you've been doing great work, but the company's struggling, so we can only give you 5%. And the new employer gave me a 50% raise. That changed my lifetime earning potential. Huge change. So you also need to understand what the expectations are for the level above you. So I hope that your company or your boss, your department has what we used to call a levels and expectations document. You know, what are the expectations for each level of performer 
you know, a senior, a junior, a lead, a director, a manager, you know, across the board, how should they be performing? What are the expectations? So you can look at that and understand, well, what's the level above me and what are those expectations? So hopefully you've already been performing at that level this year. And if you have, it's also essential to demonstrate the proof that you have been operating at that level. It's hard to justify a significant raise if no one is aware of what you're doing. And don't expect your manager to take your word for it either. Or remember, you have to have proof. But I will still stand by my statement that you do deserve a raise that keeps pace with inflation or exceeds it a little bit. If your performance is meeting expectations, do not settle for less. So look at this inflation rate, the cost of living. Look at what you should be expecting. Anything less means you're losing money. So if you, as you look at your accomplishments, some are going to be qualitative too, and that's okay. Some of those quotes and that information from your coworkers can really improve your review. Um... I think I mentioned this already, but bosses will forget. They will not remember all the work you did. There's too many people. So as I learned the hard way many years ago, (laughs) writing a really detailed review that captures everything that you did, maybe overdo it, that can make all the difference between a small raise and a much more significant raise or a promotion. So I often talk with my clients about maximizing their earning potential during their careers. And if you want to successfully negotiate raises and promotions, and you should be prepared to negotiate, this is negotiation. You have to demonstrate that your value to the organization is continuously increasing. So, I mean, if you continue to do the work you've always done at the level of contribution that's expected for your current level, well, that's not enough. Why would you be promoted? That's simply called meeting expectations. So you may get a minimal raise as a cost of living increase, like 3%. Or you may receive nothing, which means your manager is really not wanting to reward you, (laughs) maybe trying to get you to leave the company. So I've often said this too, that you have to think of your career as a business. This is what I tell my clients. I've given talks on this. You are a product, whether you like it or not. Your career is your business and you are the product. So you can't just put your head down and work hard and hope that a boss will recognize your contribution and value. You can't just hope they're going to give you the compensation you think you should get. You have to market yourself just as a business markets its products and services. And the world needs to know that you exist. I work with so many talented people and there are so many talented people in my community. And I would say many of them have pretty much almost no presence online. They don't do much public speaking. They're not very active on Twitter, if at all. LinkedIn. They're just busy working. They're working really hard. They're living their life. 
and they don't put themselves out there. They don't do a lot of networking. They don't speak at events. They don't write. But like any business that wants to succeed, you need to market this business of you. How would a business succeed if no one knows that it exists? So find ways to demonstrate your expertise, your talent outside of the company. Show the world what you know. Show the world how you think. Demonstrate your expertise, your experience. This will boost your perceived value. It's going to generate inbound interest from potential new employers, maybe clients if you're going to do some consulting. And it will show your current employer that they have competition for your talent. Now, I know being more visible like that is hard for many people, especially those of us who are a bit introverted. And I'm very introverted. Maybe it doesn't seem like it because I'm creating the podcast, I'm writing, I'm doing videos. That is really hard for me. This is hard for me. But I know that I have to do this for my business. And you have to do it for your career. You have to find a way to share your knowledge and your insights publicly. Not just for yourself. (laughs) Now you can create blog posts. You can write on sites like Medium. I do. You can get interviewed on podcasts or create your own podcast. And I've been talking about that with my community. So the people who are part of the premium subscription to my newsletter, if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, we've been spending the month of October talking about podcasts, how to be a guest on a podcast, how to set up your own podcast. And there are some really easy ways to do that. And it gives you a way to increase your visibility. You can share your thoughts on social media. I'm posting on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and Quora and where, gosh, a million other places every day. You can create videos if that's your thing. And I do. I create videos with my morning thoughts and share them on Instagram and YouTube. You know, when you create this content and get it out there, it's going to generate inbound interest. And being in demand is one way to always know your value and have negotiating power. Some of my most talented employees who are really good at marketing themselves were getting job offers and being hit up by recruiters and hiring managers literally every week. They never had to hunt for work. Jobs came to them. They didn't search for work. And because of this, they always knew their value. So they weren't shy about asking for raises and promotions because they knew they had options. And I'm not saying they used it to threaten me. They didn't leverage it to threaten me and say, you have to promote me. You've got to give me a raise. It wasn't like that. Some people did that. That's not very effective. That's a terrible, <laughs> that's a terrible technique. But we would just honestly discuss their job offers. We would evaluate them, talk about the pros and cons. This company versus that versus staying. And if they had a great offer that was going to be a promotion and a big raise and it was going to be a better opportunity than what I could give them internally, I didn't want to stand between them and that. And I would say so. And I'm still friends with people who would leave my team to go take a great opportunity. So this is all about being in demand. 
Asking for a raise or promotion is so much easier when you know that you are clearly delivering value above and beyond your current level. Because you're not asking for special treatment. You're not begging for money. You're not saying, give me a chance to prove myself. You've already done it. You've already proven that you are worth that investment. When you are known and in demand, you're always receiving that information, that data that confirms your value. And the right people are aware of you and they can find you. Sooner or later, someone's going to want to talk with you about an opportunity. And that happens all the time for people in my community. When they start writing every week, when they start engaging on social media every day, sooner or later they're like, wow, I'm starting to receive interest from recruiters, people reaching out to me. Somebody wanted me to give a talk. And there's nothing wrong with having a conversation with people who are interested in hiring you. You should not put that off. (laughs) I know people are like, well, I got to be loyal to my employer. It's okay to talk and have interviews and see what's out there because you can always say no. Compare that offer to your current compensation. If what you're doing currently is great, you're still doing better, then stay. You don't have to leave. Just say, hey, thanks for the opportunity, but it's still a better opportunity to stay within my company. But if your manager doesn't recognize your value, if your company isn't compensating you appropriately for your value, I can tell you a new company will. My most significant jumps in compensation, my earning potential, it always happened when I took a new job. But don't be hasty. The grass isn't always greener, so you have to evaluate those new opportunities very carefully. And in the newsletter, I included a link to a spreadsheet that I use to compare those different opportunities on various factors. So it's like 30 some factors. It helps you be more objective and make a smart decision. So I'm finally going to mention my career accelerator. So I have something called the Invincible Career Accelerator. It's linked in the newsletter. If you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, this is how to ask for a raise or promotion, issue 323. So the Career Accelerator is meant to help you with things like this. To take the advice, get the support from the community, and help you find a better job. Help you pitch yourself for a promotion. You know, I have people who have received easily 10x the return on their investment in the accelerator when they got a new job that was at a much higher salary than their previous job. And we all want to be compensated as much as possible for our time and effort, for the work that we do. But sometimes we get stuck. We feel blocked. We don't understand how to move forward. And it's easy to get tunnel vision and feel like you can't escape the situation. You can't get out of a bad job. There's no way to get paid what you're worth. And that's what we're here for. We are a very friendly and supportive community of professionals. We've been there and done that. We help you explore options. We help people get ready for a job search, to practice job interviews, to compare offers. And we hold people accountable so they make progress. We have weekly check-ins and we help each other solve problems. But more importantly, it encourages you to invest in yourself and to invest in your happiness and fulfillment. So if you are feeling stuck and nothing seems to be working, check us out. Let my community help you break free. So go check out that link. Thanks for listening. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to follow upcoming releases of the show, please subscribe. And as always, I appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thank you. If you would like to learn more about Invincible Career and the podcast, you can visit InvincibleCareer.com. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.